Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, the ace to run some place, one half of the Real Club Wrestling Podcast. And we are back with another episode. You already know who I got with me, my brother from another mother. It is either franchise, a.k.a. the podcast, Tribal Chief. I'm not doing the scissors. Club has a <laughs> it's, it. it's a fact, dude. You gotta it. do it. I think that's you gotta it. do it. It's it, though. You gotta do it. It's it. So what's going yeah. on, man? Nothing much, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, busy. Very busy week. Um, yeah. Not just in the world of wrestling, but just life in general. Life in general. We was just talking about my uh, my be go be be transitioning back to the iPhone world was things better if I had iPhone. Joining the dark side. The dark side of the ring, the dark side <laughs> of, the, of the phones, of the phone it's companies. Kinda, like we were saying, it's kind of like, you know, you 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 left WWE. Mm-hmm. You went on your journey. Yeah, but you, you, threw, you threw your shot in there. You know I had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk to. about you can't be petty. You, you wish you had the level. You petty. You petty. I'm not your level of petty. It, it depends. You know, I think it depends on what you would. Like, it, my petty okay. is like, okay, like, it's like, like, okay, like, mine's is like football, stuff like that. Your petty is like wrestling and stuff, like maybe basketball, like the Lakers and stuff like that. So, yo, that's, well, it depends on the topic. I will agree. Yeah. Because I have the shirt. What shirt? The Draymond Green shirt. The Draymond, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have yeah, that yeah, shirt. I my, that cousin, shirt. my cousin bought it for me. Yeah. Um, but, for those that, you know, happened to catch the last episode of Royal Club, the solo one that, you know, I did, um, just talking about everything that happened last week, everything that happened with the... Now, let me ask you something. Have you ever heard of it being called a scrum? No, that's the first time I ever heard of being a scrum. Me too. I always thought it was a press conference. Yeah, that's what I assumed <laughs> as well, yeah. But... Uh, the scrum herd around the world. <laughs> uh, obviously, you know, if you've been hiding under a rock, you know, how do you not know about what's going on in AEW with CM Punk? And um, since that show, since that episode that I did, I actually, I did go live on, on Instagram. Wednesday. Wednesday during Dynamite to discuss. It was here in the buff which was in Buffalo. We're going to talk about that. But um, just to get a live reaction, my reaction to what was going to happen with Tony Khan and the announcement that he was going to make in which he did state that the titles, the AEW title and the trios title have been vacated. Um, we also found out yeah, that... Yeah, no interim titles. No interim Thank God. I'm like, thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for that. But on Dynamite, um, they did have a trios match between the best friends and the Dark Triangle, in which mm -hmm. the Dark Triangle did successfully win the trios tag team. Shout out um, to my man, Pac, two-time... First ever double champion in AEW history. First ever double champion in AEW history. All-Atlantic champion and even, trios champion. Even though, like, the All-Atlantic championship is, like, I don't get it. I guess I guess they defend it everywhere. It's not just, like, we just def I'm just going to defend this in the company. 
like obviously what you could just you could just be like, yo, you, you just go defend this here. But like I said, like AEW wrestlers can't go to other promotions and wrestle and have time. Like I think John Moxley's like the GCW champion. I believe he was the New Japan United States champion for a while. So he, he has those titles, you know what I mean? And I think Andrade still has the triple A um heavyweight championship or whatever like that. So well, I guess with Pack with that title, like I said, I've seen he's defended it in different locations, in different you know areas and stuff like that. So, and I think it's more so like yeah, like all Atlantic might be like their European title. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's just I mean I, I like the design of the title. I think the title looks sweet. So, you know, other than that, you know, I, I will say, I will say, they do have nice designs. For Best their looking belts. titles in the game. They do have nice yes. designs for their belts. Yeah. But um, then Tony Khan also announced that there is going to be a tournament of champions um, that will be culminating on the 21st of September mm-hmm. at Grand Slam. Grand Slam, yeah. Which is going to be in New York? Uh, Jersey, I believe. New York, New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. That area, in that area. Right. In the, what was that, Tri-State area? Tri-State, yes. Yeah. Um, and we know of, we had the tournament take place on... In Buffalo. In Buffalo, Dynamite, and Rampage. Yeah, it was um, Guevara versus Darby. Darby. That was on Moxley Rampage. and Jericho were number one seed, so they were kind of like... They got the bye. They, they got the bye, and then it was Brian Danielson and uh, Hangman. Yes. Which I thought Hangman was fire. I thought Hangman walked out. Not fire, walked out. I thought he walked out, so I was surprised to see he was there. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, when they when they announced it, that's when, you know, on live, I was like, oh, so, you know, because on the video, I did say that, you know, you heard the rumbles. Yeah, that, I heard rumbles you know, that, he, that he walked he, out. He walked out, yeah. but uh, obviously he didn't because he was in the tournament, and unfortunately, uh, he didn't win. So a lot of people feel, though, as if you're going to have the black Blackpool combat in the finals. Right. A lot of people feel like you're gonna get uh Brian Danielson and Moxley. Yeah, I got I got Brian Danielson winning winning this one. I think he I think like obviously John Moxley has been, you know, um an MVP of the company since being there, has been one of the you know top leaders of the company. But I think Brian Danielson, I think he would be a good champion. I don't want to see Sammy Guevara be the champion. He's because not because I just don't want to see him and take Conti. And, and like, it's just not like I don't want to see them two together. I just don't want to see them two. You don't want to see that. See that too much of that PDA, like, yeah. all this. I'm like, all right, all right, come on. Like, yeah. it's, you know what I mean? It's cool, but it's just like, all right. Like, I think that's why, like, I remember I told you that's one of the things I didn't like about. Yeah, it's like, come on now. It's, it's like, like <coughs> it, it felt as if, for me, you know, it felt as because he had just got out of his relationship with his fiance mm-hmm. at the time. And then he jumps out of that and gets right into that relationship with Taya. And they're just PDA all over the place. Right. You know? But I mean, I I I seen a couple of their like YouTube videos and all things like that. Like they they genuinely are happy together, you know, and, and I get that, but you was watching that like this bastard got my woman. There's a part, <laughs> there's a part where she was um she was getting undressed. Yeah. But you could only see, like, Sammy had the camera, and Sammy was like, you're going to get a live reaction of me seeing Taya get naked. 
and then she, I guess she got naked, and he was just like, damn. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, that was just me. But, um, but yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't want to see... I mean, I, I honestly, after the promo that, that Moxley cut on Dynamite, I don't I don't see nobody else getting that title but Moxley. But uh, the only reason I don't think Moxley's not going to win the title is because Moxley was supposed to go on vacation after losing to Punk. Mm-hmm. So, and then Moxley, I was like, he said, I, I came back because of the situation that happened. You're right. So you're now right. Moxley's like, well... All right, I could do this, but after this, I'm quite sure he's like, "Yo, I still want to want to go on, go on my vacation." Right. So right. I'm quite sure after this, and I think, like I said, he's a three time champion mm-hmm. now. AEW, wait a minute, yeah, three time champion because interim. I guess you can count the interim. Um, three time champion, Brian Danson has hasn't you know won a title, especially in the black combat with a black Blackpool. black blackpool combat club or whatever like that he's the only one that doesn't hasn't won a title i mean will or you would have just lost the pure uh uh and roh pure championship mm-hmm. so brian dance is the only one that hasn't won the title yet and i think as far as like for the the i guess i want to say new direction of the company i think a brian Danson champion wouldn't be you know wouldn't be a bad look right you know so okay I, I need that. I can, yeah. I can get where that's going. But, um... I mean, so, Jericho wouldn't be a bad champion either, like I said. I think either... All, I think all four of them could be a champion, but I think Brian Davidson, to me, I think right now, for the for the time being, will make the make most sense being champion. I, I just... I don't know, man. It, it's something about... Brian Davidson as champ. It's not that, like, I can't see him as champ, but it's just, like... I'm still trying to figure out the his character, right. per se, in, in AEW. You know, because like it's not really the yes movement. It's, it's kinda not. it's kinda be I think it's between like yes movement heelish, kinda like kinda like his, you know what I mean? Eco friendly. Eco friendly yeah, it's kinda in between there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I mean But he I think he can still pull off the face. Be a baby face. Oh, yeah, he can still he pull off the baby face thing. Especially if you got MJF being back. So, you know, he's still all the title shot. Now, so. somebody said, what if MJF, because, like, the now, you would know better than me. Is the chip similar to, like, Money in the Bank? Where Nah, it's not like a cash-in. I think you can't cash in. Whatever, okay. like, okay, like, if Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan won... And then he come out. I want my match right now. He probably could do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's. I mean, I don't, he, maybe he could do that. But I think like, what's the next? I think the next pay per view is Full Gear, I believe. Yeah. Um. So I believe like they're gonna save that for Full Gear. Okay. They, 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 they're gonna save that for Full. Because somebody was just saying like they think that um I just, I thought, was it busted open? I was talking about it. It might have been um it was either busted open or or, or JD. And they were talking about it, and they were saying, like, what if MJF basically put himself in the, the finals match and said, okay, here I am. This way, he can win the title that way instead of just 
waiting or whatever the case may be. Right. You know, because I think because it's in that tri-state area, that New Jersey, New yeah. York area, probably get that roar, that that pop or whatever for MJF winning it in yeah. kind of like his backyard. Cause I think that's what they were going to do with Grand Slam with, with Punk yeah. and MJF. Um, but speaking of Punk, uh, you haven't spoke about this debacle debacle <laughs> this of a scrum you know that's a perfect on. name that was a perfect name for that it's that it's situation a scrum that was a scrum that was a scrum <laughs> of a of a thing i'm like okay so i i had to try to get my information right i understand the, the whole history of the the beef with cm punk and like coca band and all this other stuff like that so the coca banner thing we could just ignore that. that that's not really like too big of a part of the story, right? I think you know what I mean, but the, I, I just the scrum, like I said, it wasn't for CM Punk to do that in front of Tony Khan, in front of the fans, in front of all these people. Like it wasn't a professional move from CM Punk. Mm-hmm. CM Punk could have handled that situation a lot better, especially when he said, "Well, I'm dealing with a bunch of kids." If you're an adult in this situation, you're supposed to deal with it as an adult. Mm-hmm. And not stoop to their level and basically like stoop stoop to their level and do what they, you know, and, and do what they do. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. You know. So, and like I said, he shouldn't have disrespected his boss, Tony Khan. And Tony Khan probably should have said something. You know, but I think Tony Khan was like like surprised, like, oh shit, like what, what the fuck is going on? Like he showed clips of his face, like Well, I I watched the, the whole thing. Yeah, he was like, what the fuck? Like he he looked, like I said, he looked like he was just a deer in headlight. Right, so he probably did. You know? He probably didn't know what to do. But there was new reports that came out that basically states that CM Punk planned this. So did he plan this? Did he say this to Tony Khan and a other people? A lot of people feel though as if he planned this and Tony Khan knew. I'm not a hundred percent sure, so don't quote me on that. See, but. No, but that's like because nah. the reason why I'm saying I'm not 100 sure is because you know some some reports are saying that's that what I'm saying that Punk, that's a- that Punk told Tony Khan about it and Tony knew about this. Which if that's the case, it's not a good look on Tony Khan because then it's like you knew that he was going to do this, but you probably didn't know to what level he was going to go. Right. So Punk might have said, "Yo, I'm going to call some people out." But we didn't. But Tony Khan didn't know he was gonna go straight nuclear on, right? The whole you know and that's and that's okay. Yeah, I like yeah. It's a bad look on Tony Khan, but at the same time, at the, it's a bad look on Tony Khan. But at the same time, Tony Khan's like, you told me, mm-hmm. I'm a businessman. I had to make a business decision. I heard what you said, and I approved it. But I didn't know you was gonna go that far, so I can't really like, yeah, I made a mistake. So mm-hmm. today, so Tony Khan can say, yeah, I made a mistake. But it's like, yo, yeah, it's that that was on that that might have been on me. But that's the thing with the whole media stuff. Like, I'm like wrestling. See, the thing, wrestling media don't have like a concrete, like d- concrete reports. Like this is who like a resource that it came from that we could be like, oh, that's legit. Well, you know, well, like I feel like everybody feels like Meltzer, Dave Meltzer, Meltzer, is like yeah, the, the but like all, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like this, but like I said, you get all this stuff from 
all over the place. You don't really know what's real. You, you gotta, it's hard to decipher what's what's real and what's fake with the with the whole news and the media with the with the wrestling stuff like that. So that's kind of like been an issue with me with just watching all this stuff. I'm like, yo, you don't know what's what's accurate. But yeah, mm-hmm. Meltzer is probably one of those guys, but it's like at the same time, it's like I don't, you know. Yeah. I, I still be like, I don't know, you know, because like I said, it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, and since since the since last week, there has no there has not been an official statement in regards to disciplinary actions. I want to let everybody know that um, for CM Punk, A Steel, and the Elite. Listen, A Steel should get fired. A Steel, because you because you because yeah. if. Did you did you see Booker T's reaction to this? Nah. Hilarious. So the dude, he's on his he's on his radio show, his podcast, right? Yeah. And he's talking and the dude's explaining something what happened. He's like, hey, still, he's saying this. And Booker T starts laughing. And he's like, Who the hell is A Steel? Like he was right. like, I've never heard of this man before. Like, I've never heard of him in the wrestling business. Ne- like, who is this guy? And why is he here? Type of thing. And just to see like Booker Teachers laughing about it was just funny because like he's explaining it and Booker Teacher starts laughing. Right. So anyway, like I said, like A still should get fired. CM Punk should get fired. I think he should get fired. But if he doesn't get fired, I think there has to be special conditions for CM Punk to follow. And if he doesn't follow them, then he should get fired. His contract is terminated. It's, he should get let like, go. It's like he's on one. Last he's on leg. one last one last leg because I think the reason why Tony Khan hasn't fired him. This could be only my. That's only my opinion. The only reason he hasn't fired him yet is because the possibility of him suing the company for for him getting fired. And CM Punk, Punk has, done, has done that. Punk has done that before. <laughs> so and I was like, I was thinking about when I was driving on my way down here. I was like, I'm CM Punk look like one of them dudes. That like he'll do some shit, he'll get himself in trouble, get do something in the company, and then try to make it seem like it's their fault, mm-hmm. and then sue the company so he can get money, so he can get his money, whatever like that. You know what I mean? So that's what I kind of look at it like that. And the Young Bucks and the Kenny Omega thing, I'm not really hundred percent sure because I feel like Kenny Omega they really do nothing wrong. They said out of everybody, they said Kenny Omega was probably the only one that was trying to defuse the whole situation. Right. So and I, he was trying to save poor Larry. Yeah, he was trying to save the dog. So the Young Bucks, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. But I do think Tony Khan needs to take away the EVP position away from them and give that to people that's a little bit that's not wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get those two people that's either were wrestlers before or people that, you know, but just people that know the business. Right. You know what I mean? Instead of just giving it to guys that pretty much are on your roster that are wrestlers and and our talent and like I said, they get leave. You know what I mean? That there's been reports of these guys doing all this other shit like that. So I'm just like, yo, I'm much rather give it to people that I felt like, okay, help me run this business. Right. You know, help me, you know, get the talent well, situated in the back, all this other stuff like that. Like, help me do that instead of just having Guys that are that are wrestlers that are used to doing things a certain way, and just people come in that know how to, like I mm-hmm. said, run the business. Well, they claim that Tony Schiavone has gotten some position. Yeah, he got a role or something. I heard. But there's no definitive name for his role yet. Yeah. Um, 
But I do, I do agree with you in a sense of like a still needs to be let go. Yeah, like who the fuck um, is a still? Like I said, who the fuck is a still? <laughs> really, like you know, at the end of the day, he's he's he he's, he was his best. He's a best friend of CM he's Punk. He's CM Punk's goon. He's a CM Punk crony. You know what I'm saying? And listen, AEW is doing good before Punk, and AEW is gonna do good after Punk. You don't need Punk. Punk had his time. He's injured. All this other stuff. You had all this trouble to happen. Just let him go. I understand he was your, he was your biggest draw for when he came back. It was a big story when he came back. CM Punk gone for wrestling for seven years. One of the top names in WWE at one point. A lot of people still wanted to see CM Punk come back. He came back. The summer of Punk was trash. He ain't really do nothing this year. He got two. He's a two-time champion. Yeah. He's a two-time champion. Dude, how many people that's been in AEW aren't a two-time AEW champion? Or even a one-time AEW champion? But this dude who came back, they wrestled that much, got two titles under his belt. MJF, who I said should have been a champion, mm-hmm. ain't got one. And y'all had to wait, so he had to, what, face punk, whatever like that. Like I said, he, had, he got stories. He got stories. He got history with everybody in that company. You could have easily made Mox, I mean, MJF feud with anybody in that company to win a, the, for him to be a champion. Yeah, but I, I think that they felt though as if, like, the story, and this is where, like, I feel those are what they were trying to do was they were trying to recreate the CM Punk story in WWE with MJF. You know, like, make it where he becomes this... Uh, yeah, the voice of the voiceless or something. Here comes MJ. Yeah, because that's the bird. That's basically what he yeah, is. Yeah. So basically, basically what basically he is. Be like, yo, like I'm like he refer like you know they refer to the main core of the AWS, the pillars. Pillars. Yeah. You know, and he's like, I'm one of the pillars here. I'm one of the guys that was started here. I'm I'm an AW original, and you're bringing in like he his promo that he cut. Right. You know, and then there's like the um. The contract situation, similar to CM Punk. When CM Punk fought John Cena for the title, CM Punk was like, well, I'm leaving. when I win this title, I'm out. I'm taking this title with me. Mm-hmm. And all this other stuff like that. It's the same, it's the same thing. I know you was talking about the whole you can't come out with no original storyline. <laughs> but I was like, bruh, I was sitting there watching it. I was like, dude, that's basically what that's basically what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it, but it's like, it's like, dude, like, <laughs> like dude, come on, man. The original? Not even it's just, like I said, because I don't even like I said, I don't even know how you can flip the story. Right. I don't know. I really the honestly, only, I really honestly don't know how you can flip that story any differently. This is this is to make how, it original. This is how I would say you can flip a story with with MJF and the title scene. Let Jericho win the title. Now I'm talking about Vils him and Punk. Oh, him and Punk. Well, Vils him and Punk. Vils him and Punk. I don't know how you could have made that situation. Well, you can kind of do it where, like he originally said, like I, I idolized you. You was one of my heroes. Right. And he had the picture. Yeah. And then you could kind of like they they had something good with that when they did that. They should have ended it at that though. Yeah. If that's the case. They should have ended. They should have ended it when CM Punk, with MJF beat him. Mm-hmm. I think now he beat him once. Then CM Punk got him back. Then I think that you should have had MJF. You had the rubber match. MJF win the rubber match. But all right, I'm done. Done with Punk. Got but to took care also, of that. But they also played into it with him cutting his promo, his his pipe bomb promo. Yeah. And then, you know, 
they didn't show it, but you've seen the footage of right as soon as he was done, Punk came out. And the minute he got in the ring, um, MJF left. Yeah. And that was like the big thing. And then, you know, that's when it leads into that. But I think if you did do like MJF winning the title, I would rather see him win the title in a sense against a Jericho. Jericho, Moxley, either Jericho or Moxley. Right. Because Moxley, he beat, he fought him for the title. He was supposed to, it was he, the Moxley's finishing move was banned. Mm-hmm. From the match, but Moxley used it anyway because he, you know, he did some like sneaky shit or whatever right. like that, <laughs> or whatever. And I think him and Jericho had history. Him and Jericho had him and Jericho because he was a part of he was part of the you know he was part of their crew, whatever like yeah. that. So he had that history. Now I say the one person if he was still there, that would have been a good storyline. Would have been Cody. Oh yeah, would have been Cody. Yeah. Would have been Cody. And one thing, speaking of Cody, speaking of Cody, you know, I I, I was confused about something. What? So with Jericho, with Jericho and Cody feuding for the title, mm-hmm. if Cody lost, Cody couldn't couldn't challenge for the title as long come. as Jericho was the champion. Uh, that was the condition. Was it the condition? Or was yes. it that he could never compete for the title as long as again? Jericho was the title okay. champion. Because you know, people probably Jericho probably was like, yeah, I'm gonna be the champion forever. Blah, blah, blah. Like like the, like well, when Bobby Lashley won his title and Drew McIntyre lost. Mm-hmm. And Drew was like, "Well, Bobby's like, well, if you if you lose to me again, you can never compete for this title." Oh, okay. Bobby's no longer the champion. Bobby's United States champion. Drew McIntyre is like, whatever. He's feuding with whoever. He's he's feuding with your boy, whatever like that. But Jared, but Drew can still compete for the title now. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't Cody? Because at the end of the day, the, because because at the end of the day, Cody wants his first title. I understand that, and, and then for his father. But yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying. We can't say his first title because he won the NWA title. He did. He did. But I think, like... It's just the company. That's who your father was under. You know, the Rhodes family got history in the WWE and all this other shit like that. And blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And no no disrespect to NWA, but, like... It doesn't hold that same prestige because when you think about it, the NWA title went to TNA, and it was there. For yeah, that show was bouncing around. That show was like a whore, man. That show, that title. I mean, if you really want to be honest, that title was NWA bouncing around. went from NWA to WCW, and then they took the the WCW. They just transformed it to the Big Gold. Big Gold, and then it went to TNA. Right, and now it's then you can say Big Gold went to WWE. WWE. Slutted that title around for a little while. Then they said, all right, yo, we done with this shit. We don't need this no more. We got our own titles. Yeah. So um, you did bring up Punk being injured. Uh, there's different reports that he got injured during the scuffle mm-hmm. with the Elite. And then he possibly got injured during the match against Moxley. Yes. They said it apparently was when he took a suicide dive, and that's when he got injured. Okay. That's That's what they said. Now, I told you that I had a hot take that I was saving for this episode, and it's basically like, do you think Vince was right about Punk? Okay, what did Vince say about Punk? Because I know what Triple H said about Punk. That Vince... What that, did Punk say about... That I mean, Vince said about Punk. He, he could not have him be his guy. 
like the face of the company. Yeah, he right. I mean, it looked like he, he looked like he right. But I felt like with Punk, if Punk was getting what he wanted, Punk was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that he would have been like, he would have been good as long as Punk had, was getting what he wanted. But to see, and, and Punk was kind of, but sorry to cut you off, but Punk was kind of like the. A, a, he, a face. He became. He was. A he, was face. A, he was a guy. So he became a face. You but know. In my opinion, and this ain't this. This is not to take anything away from CM Punk. I know I said that CM Punk is like in my top fifteen, um, and I had people try to attack me for it, um, but I feel though as if Punk didn't reach the peak of his success. Without Paul, right? Because I think if if Paul Heyman, if he didn't align himself with Paul Heyman, I don't think we would get. But that was Paul. That was Paul guy though. I know, but yeah. I'm saying like, because Paul, there's a lot of Paul Heyman guys in the business, but he only aligned himself with maybe six. If you want to say Brock, hey, I mean Brock, Punk. If you want to say Cesaro, Ryback, Big Show. And was he aligned with Kurt at one point or no? I'm thinking like I'm thinking like like guys like RVD. Well, I'm talking about like when when they're like when he's men like managing. Oh, managing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> part of his crew? I think so. Curtis Axel was a Paul Heyman guy. Oh, shit. Curtis Axel. Yes, he was. I'm talking about Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle? I think he had it. Because when, when Brock and him was feuding, wasn't... Paul was all over the place. Paul a whore. <laughs> Paul a whore. Paul a whore. But, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, think, but I think that, like, Paul Heyman and Punk linking together was, like, the best thing to happen to Punk. Because that was, like I said, that was Punk at his peak. That's when Punk had his historic title run. So, uh, so are we saying that Punk, like Punk, is like he needs he needs like somebody, like a buffer, there yes. to kind of like smooth shit over because he's rough around the edges and whatever like I that. Do. And you need somebody there to kind of like you need a Paul Heyman kind of kind of guy. We see when Punk's by himself. And he doesn't really have somebody there to kind of like reel him in. Mm-hmm. He goes off the rails type shit, shit like that because of his his ego or whatever. It's like that. I do so, believe that. So yeah. Oh, what you said about the injury? I said, bro, he stayed injured. I was like, he stayed injured. So it's like, and I, it, whether he, whether he got injured fighting, scuffling mm-hmm. after the scrum, or fighting during the match, is the fact that CM Punk is hurt. He's always hurt. Dude, just I'm like I would just let him go just off of that. You know what I was saying? You know what I was thinking? I said if he come back, just send him out, send him out. Everybody was saying that he should have like a part time contract, like a part time, like a Brock. His damn near contract is part time. They only wrestle like once a week, <laughs> so <laughs> they only wrestle once a week. Ain't I mean they got the dark, they got that shit. Yeah, but, but I would just do. I would just just sit him out. I don't know how long his contract is. I would sit his ass out. I agree. Send him out. Send him out. Because this contract, if it's not that long, I'll send him out. Mm-hmm. If, it's not that, if, it's, if it's like, yo, like, we got like, because he's gone for what, eight months? 
Six to eight months. Six to eight months. I, I give him eight. Give him eight. Because I'm like, yo, he, he older. Yeah. He's injured. You got to sit out. Like, you, you the older you get, you got to sit out longer because mm-hmm. your injuries and stuff like that. It's not, like I said, Cody's hurt, but Cody's younger. Mm-hmm. You know, so Cody, can, so Cody can get well a lot quicker than CM Punk. Right. And then it's just like, if he come back and he get hurt again, then what? Like He going to get hurt again? I, I go back to the last ride. I go back to Stone Cold. I go back to when he said the body is a cat. Your body develops a callus. And with you not being in the ring and you not taking them bumps all the time, that's going to take a toll on you. Think about Undertaker. Undertaker will consistently be in the be wrestling every year, but it's like once a year. You know, and now that, you know, Punk has not been in the ring for God knows how long, and, you know, he didn't have a promising UFC career. I'm like, bro, how you give up after one fight? How you give up after one fight, bro? He you ain't gonna give it another shot. He couldn't take a punch. And then he got injured during that. He got fucked up during that. So it's like, dude, let it go. I'm like, bro, bro, you just, you just, your body ain't built for this, bro. Whatever you do, something else, bro. Your name, his name is big enough to do some other shit to make some money. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Tony Khan was like, yo, I'm giving you the bag to come back. I'm come up here. I'm about to give you this bag. Well, what is it, like eight million or something like that? Yeah. Something About crazy five like eight that. Million. Five to eight million, bro. Hell yeah, I come back too. But it's like, dude, bro, it's like at some point you gotta be like, bro, like, just even just with Tony Khan, bro, you gotta be like, yo, man, I, I can't. I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't let this shit keep going. I was like, dude, you you stay hurt, bro. Mm-hmm. You stay injured. Then it's like, bro, like, I don't care as much as a fan. I, I I'm I'm a I don't care how big of a fan I am. I gotta you gotta make the right business decision. Right. Let him go. It ain't gonna hurt. It ain't gonna hurt. Like, listen, this is AEW had a career like years. Far as I like, like they said, money wise, they're doing really well this year. So I'm thinking, like, dude, not losing CM Punk ain't gonna damage our company that much. Mm-hmm. I don't think. You know what I'm saying? So I, I take that. I take that. Look, I'd be like, man, take that loss. Get him the fuck up out of there. And I love CM Punk, man. Listen, I'm a fan, bro. I was. I've, I've been driving. And like I'll play my I'll go through my like my playlist. Yeah. Cause every year I have like a year they give me like a yearly playlist yeah. of stuff that I listen to out the year. And I'm listening to like what I've been listening to this year. And CM Punk's theme music comes on. And Fire. I'm like, I'm like Fire. Bruh. I'm like, bruh, like it just I'll be sitting down listening to it. I'm like, dude. Why? And that was your man in 2K. Right. That, that was, was your man in WWE 2K. 2K. Especially when you got serious. Yo, CM Punk was a bad... Yo, CM Punk was a problem. That ain't the kind of vice grip. It was a rap. Right. It was a rap. Come on, the, the entrance, the... It's clobbering time, the whole thing. It's just like... See, it's just, see that's what's so hard with people. Like, that's why I understand. It's like... It's it's hard to, like... Not to say not this, like... As a fan to dislike him. Mm-hmm. Because he has, it's just like everything about him was like so cool. It was dope. He was like, yo, this. Dude. I was sitting there thinking about it. Like, I was like, damn, dude. Like, I remember like the one sh- the one wrestling shirt I've always wanted was the CM Punk shirt. I've always wanted the best in the world shirt. Right. And then I was like, when he came, when he came back and he had the shirt, I was like, all right, bet. And then, you know, they they had it on pro wrestling tees, but they didn't have the one with the black with the black band on yeah. it. But then they said, oh, we, we will be dropping them. They will be coming out. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, 
like, when do I pull the trigger to get this shirt? Because I'm like, that's the one shirt that I've always wanted. I've wanted that shirt. And then he has another, he had another shirt in WWE that I wanted. It was the gray one. It was, like, when he first turned heel. What, was it Jim, what, in Punk We Trust? Yes. And it was, like, that. And I'm like, those, those two are the shirts that I've wanted the most. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I would kind of be a hypocrite if I went, I bashed this man. <laughs> no, nah, that's not really a hypocrite. I don't think that's really too, you know, that, that's not too bad. Because it's like, at the end of the day, yo, I still want that shirt. Right. You know what I mean? So. Well, I mean, it's just like, you know, I, I just, I feel those if there's always this this thing with him. Like I just wish that he, I honestly wish that he just would not be the way he is. It's like he has that old school mentality, which then goes into another conversation. We don't have it on this on this list, but another conversation about him cutting his promo and going at MJF, saying that MJF, not MJF, Hangman. Hangman it doesn't like to listen to advice. He doesn't like to take advice. And Hangman, like, but he didn't go into what that, what he meant by that. Like, Hangman Page basically said, listen, I like to go through trial and error. I like to go try, try something out and figure it out myself. Then, once it gets to that point where I can't figure it out, then I will go and do like seek help and it kind of goes into a deeper conversation about just how like the generation before i mean the generation after us mm -hmm. how they are because you got to think you know uh you look at like and this is on a tangent but you look at um the rappers now mm -hmm. like soldier boy soldier boy created his whole buzz he created his music in his room and now he's looking at all these producers, like, I don't need to work with y'all because I did this myself. Right. And that's kind of how the the way, like, the Young Bucks and the Omegas and the now the newer generation is looking at the wrestling culture. Like, I've learned how to do all this stuff by myself. I don't need to go to the, the veterans. I don't need to go to the... the the people, the older, the elder state statesmen, and yeah. things like that. And then I was listening to Busted Open, and they was talking about the locker room etiquette and things like that, and bullying. That was saying like, you know, you like back in the day, they had um, what is it, wrestling court, where like Undertaker served as the judge, like he was because he was the the locker room leader, if you want to say that, right. and people would come to him. And they would discuss whatever grievances and problems they had, and Undertaker will make the rule. And whatever Undertaker said was the law. Right. Like, it was, was it. And um, I guess Punk has that mentality. Right. And kind of wants to implement that in this locker room. And it's like... But you know what, though? Like, yeah, that's 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 his thinking about that, like, the, the how the locker room etiquette was. Like I said, the, like, the current WWE roster worked hard to change from that to, to where the, whatever it is now. I mean, yeah, you have locker room leaders, like, you have Roman, Seth, like, the guys kind of like the seniors, 
that been there. So you have locker room leadership. You have people that they, I'm quite sure people they listen to, whatever like that. But like they have their culture, whatever like that. Right. AEWs is but I just think also too with just AEWs, a lot of people are like indies. Indie yeah, guys, a it's, a bu- indie it's a bunch of indie guys. Mm-hmm. So they got their own opinion. They're like, yo, well, I've been doing this for however long. You can't tell me what to do, this and that, and stuff like that. Well, I think, like I said, you had to have Tony Khan or somebody be like, well, first of all, Tony Khan is like, listen, I'm the boss. I write the checks. <laughs> I pay you. This is what. This is how it is. This is how it's going to be. Right. If you don't like it, you can, you can leave. I can leave. Cause like I said, like Vince, like I was, I was, I was taking my little shots at AEW. I, yeah, I was taking my shots at y'all. I was like, listen, Vince McMahon would never, WWE would never. Now I think there's only certain people that Vince would have been like, I don't, Brock. I don't want you. I don't want you to leave, bro. Brock. Like, like Brock. Brock threw the fucking belt at Vince. Brock. I think <laughs> if if, if take, I think if Taker kind of like. I, mean, like, I think it Taker kind of like, yo. I mean, Taker at one point when, and this was like the first time we ever seen Undertaker, not Undertaker, he was dressed down. It's that infamous promo that he cut on Raw when he was talking about, I've been here while your, while your darlings left for greater pasture, talking about Nash and Hall and, and Hogan and all them leaving to go to WCW. He was like, I've been here. And that was like a real... I think that was like probably the first shoot promo that I think WWE ever really did because Undertaker was really speaking from the heart and speaking the truth. Like, right. this is, I've done all this. I've been your backbone. Yeah. And you're treating me like less than. Right. You know, like you're not giving me the same opportunities, but you're giving all these other people. These opportunities. See, I'm your workforce. See, AEW, WWE had <laughs> yeah. their issues too. They had any problems too. They did. So I mean, cause I mean, let's 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 not go down the list of drama that's happened to WWE. I mean, we had the screw job, you know. A lot of shit. We we a had a lot of shit. We had uh Brock. I mean, we just I just said it, Brock through the belt, you know, Brock through the belt at Vince. We can go into when Brock uh Bust Randy open when they fought at SummerSlam. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And Jericho and, and Brock kind of got into it backstage. You know, it's we we hear those rumbles, you know, but I don't think that we've ever coming. right. But I don't think we've ever seen something to the degree of what Punk did. Right. You know, and and, and, and I like, know all this over Coca Bay. <laughs> But and yes, and I remember we was talking about that like when we was we was texting each other, and like I kept saying like you know, I think we both said that like we feel bad for Punk, but Punk kind of didn't deserve like Punk shouldn't have done this. Right, he should have he should have he, he should have handled that like with the boys like yo let me talk to you know yo, let's let's talk this out let's hash right. this out I'm a veteran like I said CM Punk's the old he's older mm-hmm. in age and he's a veteran and he's been to the WWE. And he's been in the Indies before before the WWE, so he's been seasoned, so he should know. Like, listen, guys, let's let's talk this out, whatever like that. But even, maybe even like I said, but CM Punk is like also human. He probably was like, I'm fucking annoyed with this shit. But see, and and that's where that's where a lot of people were saying like he was annoyed because they looked at it as, you know, and and, and I talked about it briefly in in the in the last episode where I was saying like how Nick 
Jasmine. The no, no, not not the young buck, but the reporter, the reporter that is linked to Cocabana, the reporter that kept asking Tony Khan about Cocabana and CM Punk, the one that um, they the young bucks went to him and told him about the whole Cocabana situation, the whole Hangman and Punk and all this. So this is going on like Punk been dealing with this shit for months. And Punk is like, yo, I can only take but so much. And I get it. Like, we all know, you know, your back's, you know, you can only take so much, so many times somebody can just speak down or, or, or speak bad about you and all this stuff and go to these reporters. And I would say the one thing that the reporter should have done was reach out to Punk to clarify, is this true? You know, I'm hearing this. Can you confirm, is this true or not? And if they did reach out and Punk just never answered, then the reporter should be like, I tried reaching out numerous times, Punk declined. Right. This is what is being reported. But I'm like, dude, it's Colt Cabana. I understand this is a locker room sweetheart. People love him. I'm like, like he said, like, like busted open said, I think it was Bubba. You not bringing in no money? Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. Nobody's coming to see Coco Banner, bruh. And I understand y'all like it, but it's like, dude, it's like it's business. See, sometimes I think we just we gotta we we book, we get our personal feelings get caught up in the way of the business. Mm-hmm. It's a business. Tony Khan, like I said, Tony Khan, listen. You know what? Uh-oh. You know what? Uh-oh. You gotta be, you know who I think is a gangster in your fucking family, Tony Khan? Your daddy. I can look at your daddy. And I think Tony Khan's daddy is a fucking gangster. He looked like a gangster. Old, don't want to offend nobody. I think old what? What is Muslim? Middle Eastern. Middle just, Eastern just guy. Say Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern guy. Probably seen some shit. <laughs> probably seen some stuff we ain't never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Got money. Think he, 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 he ought to get gangster. You gotta get you gotta get some of that. You gotta get some cojones. But you gotta get some grapefruits. This, this goes okay. This goes into a this goes to a different conversation. Okay, let's let's. You let's, gotta you gotta you gotta toughen up. Basically, you gotta toughen up. That's why he don't respect you because he look at you like you a nerd, like you a fucking nerd. You a little bitch. Child, he feel like franchise feel like he can whoop your ass with Triple H. Took over for the WWE franchise had this attitude. Like, I will fuck Tony Khan up for Triple H. Matter of fact, not even for Triple H, just cuz. Just cuz I don't like you. And he looked at you like you soft. And you look, I watching yo, I was watching the, the, the Buffalo when he did the thing, when he did the announcement about the titles. He looked weird. You look goofy. You know what they do? The weird, goofy looking guys like you in the WWE. You know what they was do with weird looking guys like you, Tony Kai? You just made the list. <laughs> you just made the list, man. I'm telling you, dude. Get your dude, get your shit together, bro. I will say this. Tony Khan reminds me of the spoiled child that got everything given to him. Never really worked a hard day in his life, right? Mm -hmm. So he doesn't know. I remember when they were saying that 
um, Conan, I remember Conan and Disco Inferno on Conan's podcast was saying how Tony Khan was telling him, I said it on the last episode, Tony Khan was telling him like how he would sit at home and be on the computer and there's some website or there's some game where you can book like your wrestling show. And he would just sit there and do it, like book all this and the third. And this goes into like how we both say that him and Triple H are nerds when it comes to the business. Like they love this business. But Triple H, and this is where I say a lot of people, this is why the love for Triple H is so passionate, is because Triple H has been in the ring. He's been through the injuries. He's been there. And Triple H is one that, you know, if you've ever watched any of the NXT documentaries or any of the NXT stuff, Triple H, at points before, would roll his sleeves up and get in the ring, suit and everything, get in the ring and take those and do those hits. Like, he'll, like, go, like, all right, this this how you're going to take the bump. This how you're going to be in the corner. This how you're going to, you know, react to these moves. And it's like the wrestlers respect that because they're like, he's one of us, you know. And Tony Khan... They don't look at Tony Khan as being one of them because they look at it as, okay, you know, when he was like, I got a lot of money, when he was talking about the whole... <laughs> and I said, bro, listen, that, that's what I like about that. The one thing I like about that is how you get gangster talking about this, I got a lot of money. I got a lot of money. You know, I backed you, I backed Tony Khan up. I said, yo, Tony Khan got that paper. Yeah. I said, Tony Khan got that paper. But you can't, you can't get gangster with your competition... And number one, get mad at your competition for having a pay-per-view the same week, the same weekend as your company, but mm-hmm. you supposed to be in competition with these people. Y'all been talking all this shit. Y'all been talking all this shit about the WWE. And and not to cut you off, but does WWE complain when it's WrestleMania week and everybody's doing something that's But it's not time? as big as it's not as big as WrestleMania though, bro. No, but I'm just saying it's not that's not as big as WrestleMania no, though. But what I'm saying is, is that you know when WrestleMania comes, everybody has a all the wrestling has events event. has yeah. something yeah, going on. But that's on. not taken away from that's not taken away from WrestleMania. No, it's not. That's not taken away it's not. from WrestleMania. Nothing was taken away from AEW. It wasn't taken away from Dom. No, it wasn't taken away because he sold out. He got the money and everything right. like that. They good. But I was like, yo, you can't get gangster with that. But then when one of your talent go off the hinges, he you was, sitting there like, oh, he went, like, oh. He went Tupac. You, yeah, you quiet. You can't do that. Because you know what? But even when you said that, the Triple H, you, you can take, you, we, we can take a better example, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman that is not a wrestler, but Paul Heyman is well-respected. Yes, with, he with, is. with the wrestlers. He's well-respected in wrestling promotions and all over and stuff like that. Tony Khan could be more of a Paul Heyman, but like I said, Paul Heyman is also too, is a, is a G. Paul Heyman a G. That too, but also, but also, Paul Heyman was entrenched. Like, Paul Heyman learned the business through uh, uh, Freddie Blassie and, 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 American, and Dusty Rhodes and... Uh, Vince McMahon Sr. Like he learned the business through them. You know? Well, I mean, I don't know how well you said Tony. Well, Tony Khan. Tony Khan learned the business in a different way. Yeah. Tony Khan learned the business in a different way. But at the same time, it's like, yo, you have to carry that attitude. It's like, I'm the boss. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's attitude. Y'all, you know, your you experience, gotta, whatever. You gotta walk with your nuts. You got, yeah, you got yeah, you gotta you gotta walk that walk, man. You gotta let your nuts hang. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to let them know. Like, dude, I'm the fucking boss, though, bro. I, if I got, listen, if I walk, oh, I said later, I got a lot of fucking money. If I'm he walking said, around with attitude, said, I'm not taking this shit. I'm not taking this shit. I got a lot of fucking money. <laughs> Dog, couldn't nobody, no talent back then told me what to tell me shit. Right. If that's the case, if I'm loaded like that, bro, I got a lot of fucking money. Sound like Forrest Gump. I got a lot of money tonight. (laughs) 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 Where you hail from? I am from Mobile, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. So, um... Nah, so like I said, bro, if you got all that bread, man, you can you talk, you you gonna let your nuts hang. What? I got a lot of money tonight, <laughs> Bubba. <laughs> I got a lot of money, but I'm like, listen, if you got all, if you if you if you walk it like that, if you walk it with that attitude like that, you should have that same attitude with your people. Right. That that work for you. They work for you. You don't work for them. They work for you. When you let the prisoners. Runners, <laughs> we wonder, and, and I know a lot of people don't like that, like that terminology. But mm-hmm. it's the facts, though. If you let the if you let the prisoners run the jail, it's gonna be all happy. You gotta have order. Right. It is what it is. Right. So, um, so this is basically, you know, our. I don't think we're talking about anything else other than AEW. Is anything going on? No, wait, wait, was there <laughs> anything going on in WWE? You wanted? You wanted? Not really. Not what, really. Where we at though? Where we at with uh, the time wise? We are. We are about. I don't know the time wise, uh-huh. but um, AEW in Buffalo. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. They, they were in. Buffalo. I didn't go. I'm sad. I didn't go. <laughs> I, I didn't go either. Well, I know I didn't go. Clearly, you could have went. No, I'm saying y- they didn't know. Why you said I didn't go? Clearly, because I went live and I was oh. at home. <laughs> <laughs> I was home. I was so stressing. Oh. Like, I was like, I need to get oh, this video yeah. uploaded. Oh yeah, see, I'm saying yeah, you know that's it. <laughs> my head. I'm sorry. But uh, during during AEW at Buffalo, uh, Moxley cut his promo. MVP, the MVP of that promotion. You say MVP, I'll say he's the heart and soul of AEW. Same thing. You know. Same thing. Um they they also discussed about a meeting prior to yeah. the, the Mox, show where Mox, Mox Brian, Jericho, Bryant. It's Cesaro. Cesaro led it. Yeah, too? Cesaro was there, Cesaro was there too. Oh, okay. Basically just, basically all the All the WWE people. <laughs> um <laughs> But they said, listen, I said it before. I said it at the last pod. I'm going to say it again. Jericho. I tip my hat to Jericho. Because Jericho literally is like, I know I, I know we say he's the, he's the GOAT. But the way he handles the drama there is like none other. Like, during the during the scrum, when he's sitting there and he's talking, yeah, he got up. He got up. <laughs> he got up and went to, to Tony. Went to Tony and was like, and you could hear like you didn't hear him, but you could tell he was like, "There's some shit going on. You need to you need to get in the back. Like you need to wrap it up because the kitchen is on fire. Right. Take care. <laughs> 
he was like, I, 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 I. but they said that the three of them. Now you're saying Cesaro was in there too. Yeah, I think Cesaro. I think um, I, I believe Cesaro was in there. I know we the media too, so we probably throwing some <laughs> shit in there. We probably lying about whatever. Well, but from all from all I've heard yes. and read, those three: Moxley, Brian, Jericho, led this meeting. Yeah, and <laughs> WWE. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah, that's and, so funny. And they basically just like let it be known, like this is what we're doing. And you even seen it in a couple, like you seen it in Jericho's promo when Jericho, you know, was cutting his promo. He basically was like, "I'm the locker room leader." Like you could tell that they were taking shots at what was going on, but they're also letting it be known, like things are slightly going to change here. At AEW. At AEW. And, yes. and Moxie's promo, like when Taz was like, I got chills. Like, I'm not saying I had chills, but I definitely was like, You're Moxie's winning over. Yeah. Like, he's definitely showing how yeah. he is. And I With think, his... <laughs> right. I, and I, I, think, <laughs> I think, honestly, I think Moxie just wants it to be successful just so he can be like, Yo, I, I think he's one of the ones that wants to just one up the WWE. Not in like a bad way, but I think he just wants to be that. Do you also, do you, do you think it's because how he, how he was treated? Yeah. Because how he was treated, he mm-hmm. felt like y'all didn't believe in me, like y'all believe in Seth and Roman, so I'm going to go here and I'm going to compete with y'all and I'm going to show y'all that, oh, whatever, oh, I'm just going to show y'all that I'm that dude too. Yes. Like I was that dude before... I left. And yeah, right. how y'all treated me? Like towards, it's like I hated. It. He was like, mm-hmm. I hated my time running. I hated my time there. This and the third. Him and Jericho was kind of like also like in agreement. Like, like yo, it was like the same atmosphere when them two left, whatever yeah. like that. So he was like, yeah. So like I said, now you know Papa H is in charge. I don't know what's going on, whatever. But um, yeah, I, mean, I I can feel that. I can feel that with uh, Moxley. So man, like I said, Moxley is like I said MVP, locker room leader, whatever you want to care. All the. the- <laughs> former WWE employees <laughs> lead the charge. They're, they're leading the charge, and now this goes into, like, our, our final our final piece of this episode, um, the future of AEW. Uh, the reason why I say the future of AEW is because, like you said, you know, the, the charge of the locker room is being led by... I got a lot of fucking money. Is <laughs> led by WWE people... And it's being reported, news started leaking, that the Young Bucks, and I need to learn the terminology for fillers, because that kind of sounds creepy. But they sent out... They sent out fillers about joining the WWE once their contract is expired in 2024. 2024. So every day, a lot of people from every contract must be up. But 2024. Kenny Omega, during his rehabilitation, sent fillers out to the WWE. Now, this goes into... Remember when Tony Khan was getting upset because he was hearing that WWE was contacting, contacting him. Yeah. 
But now we're getting the word that it, like the Young Bucks EVPs, and Kenny Omega your, your EVPs. was sending out these fillers, <clears throat> which by the end of this episode, I'm going to figure out what the hell a filler is. Um, but maybe, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw a gamble out there. Maybe okay. a filler is we want to fill out the company. We want to fill out the atmosphere, what's going on with the company. That's a filler. I want to I want to get an okay. idea of what's going on at the job over there. Like, what's how things going on? I figure your ass, Cody. Cody there. And I'm quite sure he knows some other people that... AJ fuck. Styles. Because AJ Styles said, you like, know, AJ Styles said, like, I guess there was an interview and he was like, I miss working with my best friends being the Young Bucks. And the Young Bucks replied to him, was like, yeah, we miss you too. Right. You know, so you get... And this goes to where we was when, you know, first episode of new season where we were like, hey, I was like, you know, what if it was roles were reversed and it wasn't that the WWE was contacting people? What if AEW or what if the, there was certain talent within the WWE because they are like contracts. Like they 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 are like the contractors. So they can do whatever they want. Like, they can go, hey, we can, we want to go over here. And now, Triple H is just lifting all these rules. And one of the big rules that he lifted was the WWE talent can speak about AEW. So, you're going to probably see tweets from them speaking about AEW. Right. So, you're, so now it's like, is this really something like what what what's gonna happen? And I think that's the long term. Like what in twenty twenty four, that's gonna be the move. Like that, all eyes is gonna be on twenty twenty four, because if you lose the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and they go to WWE, mm. do you think Hangman Page is going to stick around AEW? See, I thought, see, when I thought he got fired, or I thought he walked out, I'm thinking, like, yo, he about to go to WWE. Right. You know what I mean? So, but see, you know, I, I, I do got a question about this, though. Mm -hmm. Do you think with now that Triple H is, like, gates open, yo, what's up? Hey, yo, you want to want <laughs> Do you think to a point where it's going to be like, okay, yo, it's too many people? I think I... I, 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 I hired too many. I done hired... I done, I done did, I done did, I think uh, I done did uh, Tony Khan. I think, what they would do, I think what they would do is what they've been doing, where they won't come on the main roster, they'll go through NXT first. I think I'm like, Kenny Omega in the NXT, though? I mean... 2.1 with the way you're looking. Now, I wouldn't have Kenny Omega, though. I mean, obviously, that's years away. Right. But I wouldn't have them in NXT, though. If it was Black and Gold era... Alright, but we but don't not now, nah, bro. Okay, right now, no, nah, bro. But we don't know what the future holds for NXT. But I feel like Kenny Omega is, is a main roster dude. Oh dude. yeah, he's definitely a main I think roster. He's a main roster dude. But like, I'm just thinking, like, you know what, like, and and they they could probably just get called right, like, get time right to the main yeah. roster. But um, but then that's where that's when, like, you know, you have those people. Like, I think, honestly, if you did. Sammy Guevara can flourish in NXT. I this is me. You yeah. know, I, I think you put him in NXT, he can flourish. 
just for a while and then get his call up there. Um, I know one person who who would not go to NXT ever. That's Warlow. Yeah. Like, they, like, no. These, these are Warlow still needs work. He still needs work. Though. He, he, still, he needs, still needs work. He still needs work in the ring, but Warlow is the main roster guy. Right. That's the main roster guy. Right. So now he's we, we talking about AEW just gut all these fucking people. Well, I mean, let's, I mean, we, 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 we're, we're on the future of it, and one of the, one of the biggest, Names that got signed there has got his release requested. Malachi. They said they said it was like a partial release. Or it was like it that. was released like under condition. Release under condition. Which basically like I feel like is you can't sign it right a now. ninety day non compete yeah, clause. Some shit like that. You know, I, I think that's what it is. But also on a more like serious note, like you're saying his mental health and his. I, I, injuries and whatnot. I want him to take care of that, you know, because we don't know if there's anything going on. But with I think him he did Selena. that. I think he did. Tony Khan did that because he was like, "Yo, bro, I know you trying to fucking go to WWE. You ain't slick, motherfucker. I'm about to get hit you with this. I, I, I bet ninety day. Let's say right. it was a ninety day condition. Right. You got three months, bro. Your ass ain't going to do it for three months, no, but bro. I'm saying, but I don't I'm saying, care, like, bro. I think, I, I think that, I think you know, Malachi Black, Alistair Black was trying to make that move. I think Tommy Ed was trying to get that. Well, you also, like, like like they said, they said that he um, concerns about his mental health due to personal life and his inner demoralization due to the booking and handling of his character. Okay. I'm not going to say it sounds similar to when he... Asked for his release in the WWE, but I feel though as if like whatever he has going on, like I was even I I tweeted Zelina Vega because I'm like, me and Zelina Vega are friends on Twitter. I'm like, I'm okay. Then you need to tweet her and ask her what's up. Like where what where is she at? You know, because she's not been on TV. Well, I know Carmella got hurt. That was supposed to be tattoo. It was supposed to be a tattoo. Her Carmella was supposed to be a tattoo. But she could still be doing something. Bro. You know, she can still know. be doing something. She can still I be know. like... I, mean, I wish she was on TV. Man, I love her too, man. You know what I mean? So, but I don't know, man. I don't know. You know? Hey, yo, talk about talk about Shady, bro. This, I heard that AEW Tony Khan trademarked the name House of Black. I was like, yo... <laughs> talk about... Talk about Petty. Talk about petty. That's I'm gonna trademark this day. Nah, bro, you gonna leave me? You gonna leave me, bro? After all I did for you, I don't punch you. Know what? you. I don't you know punch what? you out of there. You know what though? I, that's not even petty because WWE does that. Yeah, right. So, WWE trademarks. But that is petty. But that is petty though. Like he trademarked the day in the house of black. Then you say betray. Like, dude, that was your character basically in WWE before you got released. Mm-hmm. So what's the what's the, what's the problem? So also there was also reports about um, uh, supposedly Thunder Rosa had asked for her release. Yeah. Now, but now D was saying that Thunder Rosa was having. She was like she basically wasn't kind of like getting along with people. Yeah. She kind of was like getting along. She was getting along with some people. And he was saying that she got scared of like one of the girls because one, one of the girls was gonna beat her up. Nose. Yeah. The girls would go beat her up and all this other stuff like that. So she had a lot of shit going on. So. It's just like, yeah, her Britt Baker had issues. Her and Jamie, I think Jamie Hayter. That's the one, uh, Jamie Ruby Hayter. So, Ruby Soho, she brought Ruby Soho nose. Um, 
did have issues. So she just basically has a lot of issues in the locker room. She probably doesn't feel safe. So that's why no, she I probably know, wants to. I know. Ruby got her nose broken now. But yeah. That's why Taya. Taya broke her oh, nose. Oh, but Taya broke her nose. But yeah, but some, yeah, but basically she got beef with somebody. She got beef with some people in the in the back. Some people don't like her in the back. So that, that's why she got like, you know. But I heard she was like say she was hard to work with, so. Yeah. So, so um this, but, that's all that sounded like a question that franchise put out franchise put out there so you can be like she could have done No. <laughs> no, because like no, that. there there was reports that she did ask for her release and then they like I guess somebody had asked her husband on Twitter and he basically said fuck off. Um but then bounce then. Bounce. AEW got enough talent. Somebody said somebody said on Twitter was Big Spoil right this whole time about Tony Khan and AEW? She right about the structure. Like, far as, like, the structure has to be better. Like I said, having EVPs that are currently as wrestlers, mm-hmm. I don't think it was a good idea. I don't know how the rest of the structure is. But like I, like I said, and I know you was like, man, don't say, bro, it's a new company. It's a new business. Right. You don't think WWE in the beginning never had bumps and bruises in the fucking role? I think they did. I don't think it was this magnitude. But we, but we but don't you know. know but we don't know because the internet wasn't around now. That is now true. the internet is around. Now we getting all this stuff. Now it's just coming out. And AEW had the benefit benefit for the for a while of not having shit leaked out because it was a new company. Nobody knew what was going on back there like that. Until mm-hmm. now it's like shit is coming out. All this stuff is coming out. Right. You know what I mean? So, like I said, you gotta just you gotta like give it. Listen, listen, listen. If this shit lasts 10, 20, Listen, if Impact Wrestling can last for 20 years, <laughs> AEW, especially, I got a lot of fucking money. I'm not taking all this shit. Then that company should be around for 20 some years. Okay. Plus. Okay. Okay. I got a lot of fucking money. That's a big tall right there. Do 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 do. I got a lot of fucking money. Do, 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 do. I got a lot of fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. Yeah, that's all we have. That's all we today. got. So... If you like this video, make sure that you hit that like button. Make sure if you haven't subscribed Especially already. Especially if you got a lot of fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the page. <laughs> and if you haven't been notified, if you get notifications, make sure you hit that bell. I am the franchise better known as the podcast Tribal Seat. The podcast tribal chief alongside. This is your boy, the Ace the Russell Place, aka the Scissors Maestro, baby. He has a new, he has a new one. He has a new one. This is the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. We got a lot of fucking money. <laughs> we out. <laughs>